You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast, coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gans. I bring you Christian greetings once again, my brothers and my sisters, locally, regionally, and internationally. I am happy to be here in the land of the living, bringing the word of Yahweh, because the scripture says that that is what we have to do. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. I am so excited. I am so happy to be a part of this great movement that is helping to usher in the second advent of our Savior, Yeshua, the son of Yahweh. Yes, I am so happy. And I hope that you are happy likewise and that you can sense the excitement in my voice. I am just a salesman for for Yahweh. I am his salesman presenting the gospel in such a way that it is contagious, that you who hear me would want to be a part of this great movement also. So I hope that it's contagious. I hope that you are catching it. As they say, catch the fever. My brothers and my sisters, I need you to be a part of this great movement in spreading the gospel all over the world because we are in a great war right now. We are in a great tumultuous cosmic battle between the forces of darkness and the forces of Yahweh. Yes, darkness and light is at war, but we know that in the end, light shall prevail because Yahweh is light and in him is no darkness at all, and he will destroy the works of darkness. So be a part of this great movement. Get on board, my brother and my sister. Get all excited. Get up and stand up for Yeshua, and he will stand up for you on that day of judgment. Yes, my brother, I am spreading the gospel all over the world. And I say hello to you out there in Europe. Hello to you in Turkey. Hello to you in Bahamas. Hello to you in Barbados, in Trinidad, in St. Vincent. Yes, hello to you in St. Kitts and Nevis. United States of America, hello from Proclaimed Gospel. South America, I say hello to you. I am excited. I'm fired up with the gospel. I am fired up because Yeshua is coming soon and he will put an end to all this sadness and sickness and dying and murder and stealing and and dishonesty. He will put an end to all of this. All we have to do is fight as collaborators with angels. Mighty spiritual beings are fighting behind the scenes with you and with me. Together we are fighting this great cosmic battle. Oh yes, and Victory Day is coming up soon. Victory Day is coming up soon. Just get on board. Oh yes, I was a bit excited there, but um, I get so excited when I'm talking about the gospel or the love of Yahweh, what he has done for me. And I want you to just be a part of it. I want you to feel it. I want to let you feel it. Just like if I'm trying to sell you a product. I'm going to know that product well. I'm going to study it well. I'm going to be able to talk about the product and what it can do for you. Well, I'm talking to you about salvation. I'm talking to you about salvation. It's a free gift and you can come. Anyone can come and partake of this free gift of salvation and drink freely of the water of life, my brother and my sister. Today's word is captioned, eyes wide shut. Eyes wide shut. Have you ever seen somebody sleeping with their eyes wide open? (laughs) Well, somebody is sleeping with their eyes wide shut and um, we're going to look at it and see what's happening. What is this oxymoron seemingly? We're going to just look at this whole matter today after we get back from this. You're listening to Proclaim Gospel, coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. 
Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. The topic again is Eyes Wide Shut. Let us go to the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and we're going to be reading verse 1 to 8. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 1 to 8. But before we go there, let us pray. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of your son Yeshua. I ask you for strength. I ask you for your grace. And I want to thank you for what you have been doing in my life and in the life of so many people around the world. For many are coming to you. Many are being saved, O Father in heaven. Many are accepting the gospel message. And I pray that this word will go around the world swiftly. You have said in your word that this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world to all nations for witness. And then the end shall come and your word shall not return unto you void. So I pray that you will touch hearts, change lives, and save souls in your son's mighty name with thanksgiving. Amen. Verse 1. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of Yahweh so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, praise the name of the Most High. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light, and the children of the day. We are not of the night, nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. In other words, don't be sleeping with your eyes wide shut. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us, who are of the day, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet the hope of salvation. This is a very wonderful passage of comfort to the brothers in the church of Thessalonica. And um, the Thessalonians were being told, yes, listen to me, you don't need me to go back over the times and the seasons, for you have no need that I write this unto you. And we're going to go down into this and take a closer forensic look at this very wonderful passage of scripture that will bring hope and comfort to the hearts of Christians even today who are looking for the second advent of Yeshua. You have no need. The Thessalonians had received a thorough instructions from the apostle and he had given them all needful information concerning the times and the seasons. And uh, we can read that in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 4. He says, For verily when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulation even as it came to pass and you know. So the times and the seasons, you don't need to know again. I have already told you, we are going to be persecuted. False teachers are going to come into the church. They're going to come in as ravenous wolves. Antichrist is going to come in. When you look around Yeshua saying, you see all these things happening, wars and rumors of war, pestilence and famine and, and all of this, earthquakes in diverse places. He says, when you see all these things, look up for your redemption right now. So Paul is here saying, I don't need to tell you again the times and the seasons that we are living in. All you need to do is to live, is to preach the gospel, is to live a godly life before your fellow men that they may see Yeshua in you and that they may come to call him their savior also. Isn't the word of Yahweh beautiful? 
You see, my brothers and my sisters, they are in the world today, many who close their eyes to the evidences that Yeshua has given to warn men of his coming. Their eyes are wide shut. Their eyes are open, but they are still closed. They are wide shut, open eyes, but still they are closed to the things that are happening around the world. They are indifferent. They don't care that a Savior came and died for them. They don't care that he suffered. They don't care that he was humiliated. They don't care that he took their place. They don't care that he's in heaven interceding for them. They are just indifferent to what is happening all around them. And you see, they seek to quiet all apprehension. Whatever fears, whatever concerns, whatever evidences that is out there, they seek to quiet all of them. While at the same time, the signs of the end are rapidly fulfilling. Whether or not they are looking, whether or not they are sleeping or wide awake, the signs are rapidly fulfilling and the world is hastening to the time when the Son of Yahweh shall be revealed in the clouds of heaven. Brothers and sisters, do you not see what is happening all over the world? Those who are wicked are getting more wicked. Those who are holy are remaining holy. The Spirit of Yahweh, the Spirit of Yahweh, is leaving the earth and when the spirit finally leaves from the earth only those who are righteous will remain righteous only those who are just will remain just and the wicked will continue in their wickedness because probation would have already been closed brothers and sisters I am giving you a stern warning I am giving you a warning Yeshua is coming soon he is coming soon and very soon this is no time to sleep this is no time to have a form of godliness Wait Wake up from your slumber and your sleep. Tell your neighbors, tell your friends, tell your co-workers, tell those you give a right to, tell them you meet in the taxi, tell them when you meet them at Western Union or Money Grammar in the bank, tell them that Yeshua is coming soon. Paul is here teaching that it is sinful to be indifferent to the signs which are to precede the second coming of Yeshua. Those guilty of this neglect he calls children of the night. Many people out there are children of the night and children of the darkness. They are just indifferent. They are turning a blind eye and thinking that they have a lot of time and that they are going to be given a special revelation by Yahweh to tell us when he is coming. Many people will still be lost because they will figure that there is no God and they will still continue as if in the day of Noah. Noah was building the ark for 120 years and they laughed at Noah. Some of them even helped Noah build the ark. Some of them helped him cut the wood, cut the trees down and, and bring them to the ark and help him nail up the ark. They were laughing at Noah and they just gave him a hand because they were sorry for him or either they were his friends or they grew up with him. But the time came when Noah went into the ark and the door was closed. Probation was closed on the world. Brothers and sisters, when Yeshua says he who is filthy let him remain filthy still he who is righteous let him remain righteous still probation will close on the world those who are sinful will remain sinful brothers and sisters we are living in terrible times we are living in serious times if there was ever a time for you to go back into the world or to remain out there having fun it was 50 years ago but now we are living in the in the feet 
of iron and clay of the image that Nebuchadnezzar had the dream of when this rock without hands was cut out and smote the image at his feet and it encompassed the whole world. That is the son of Yahweh, Yeshua himself. He is coming soon. Laugh at the preacher, mock the preacher, laugh at the church, but let it be known unto you, the day is coming as surely as Babylon fell and as surely as the Medes and the Persian came and they went and as surely as Greece came and went and we are in Rome, these things did happen. Yes, they're in history for you to go back to and look at them for reference. Yahweh's word is true and history attests to this. In Mark chapter 13 verse 35 to 37, Yeshua said, Watch ye therefore, for ye know not when the master of the household cometh, at even, or at midnight, or at the crowing of the cock, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. You see, my brother and my sister, this is not a physical sleep. My brother and my sister, this is not a physical sleep, but with the eyes wide shut. In other words, the eyes are open, but they are still asleep. And they are drunken as if they are intoxicated with strong drink. And that is how they are behaving. Children of darkness behave just like those who are drunken by intoxication. This is a sad thing. It is very sad. The angels in heaven are looking on with astonishment that Yeshua, their king, their king came to die for these people and they are taking his death for granted. And he says in verse 37, What I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. He is telling the church, watch. He is telling the man out there, watch. He is telling everybody to watch because church will be sleeping, but the church will not be sleeping like the man in the world. We would sleep in our natural physical beds, but we will be having our eyes upon the kingdom of heaven. That's a different sleep because remember the story of the ten virgins. Ten of them were asleep, but half of them were lost, and the other half had enough Holy Spirit oil in their lamps. So yes, the church, we would be working in this world. We would be going to work every day. We will be caught up with the affairs of this life because he says, occupy until he comes. But we would not be engrossed with the things of the world. We would not be partakers of the lust of the world and the lust of the eyes because we would remember the scripture says that we must watch and we must keep our garments white lest he comes meet us naked brother and sisters it is a serious and solemn warning for both the church and for both the unsaved for Yeshua will come like a thief in the night but it is he who has his garments washed in the blood of Yeshua that will not be caught off guard or caught naked so when the disciples came and asked Yeshua, what shall be the sign of the coming of the Son of Man? Will you now restore the kingdom to Israel? Yeshua is saying to them, you don't need to know the times and the season. Get to work. For he said in Acts chapter 1 and verse 7, And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put into his own power, but you shall receive power. In other words, get to work, my disciples. Go out there and work, because I am giving you power from on high to go out into the world with boldness, fearless, and spreading the gospel so that my name would be lifted up in this sinful earth and that men would be saved in my kingdom. So don't worry about the kingdom being restored unto you. Just go and do the work. Your reward is sure. Your name is written down in the Lamb's book of life. I have put it there and no one can take it out. Is Yeshua saying that about you and me today? 
as travail or even as birth pang. You know, those of you who have ever had any children or uh, seen your girlfriend or your wives in, in pregnancy, and you recognize that when it is close to, to giving birth, that woman is in all kind of pain. And sometimes the pain come on suddenly. The contractions are hitting them hard. All parts of their bodies are getting pain, blows from the contraction. They begin to do all sorts of things because they're in pain. Child pain is hot. My mother said that when she was pregnant with me, a Friday morning, very early, she got up and she began to hop on her one foot. You see, I, I was in there waiting to come out to explore the world. And that is why I am here preaching the gospel because maybe I wanted to come out to begin to preach the gospel that my mother was hopping on her right foot, jumping all over the house with me in her stomach because the spirit was within me as a fire shot up in my little bones and I was still in there in the womb. Can't wait to get out to preach the gospel and Yeshua must have smiled. Yahweh must have smiled at me in there because Yahweh looked down in the future and he saw, he saw that baby Joel in my mother's stomach. Can't wait to get out to preach the gospel. Isn't it something? Isn't it something, my brother and my sister? Yeshua is here telling them, go and preach the gospel and baptize people. Tell them about me. Tell them what you know of me. Teach them and baptize them because I'm going to be with you always, even unto the end of the world. When, when Paul says that sudden destruction cometh upon them as a woman in travail, you see childbirth cometh upon a woman suddenly. Sometimes, suddenly, she's not planning for it. And it comes on so sudden that she cannot escape it. And it is just so the dangers in this world, sinful men, murderous men, disaster, destruction, war, pestilence come upon the world suddenly as a woman with child pain. Paul here uses the figure to illustrate the suddenness of last day catastrophes. We have the pandemic. Look at the last 50 years, how many pandemics and epidemics this world has known. Look at how many disasters, how many tsunamis, how many cyclones and hurricanes and tornadoes and earthquakes and how many people are going about killing, killing scores upon scores of people in the schools, in the churches, at work, in the malls. Look at all the disasters that are happening. It's coming upon the world as a woman in child pain, in pain waiting to be delivered and that delivery is the son of Yahweh. Are you listening to me? That delivery is Yeshua himself. I hope that you are making yourself ready for that great delivery. Paul is here saying that they shall not escape. No one shall escape. He's saying here, rather shall in no wise escape. No more than a woman can escape the birth of her child. Have you ever seen a woman run away from the birth of her child? Hey, <laughs> That's impossible. A woman cannot run away from the birth of her child. She has to make up her mind to huff and puff and bring that child out into the world. It doesn't matter how she's frightened. It doesn't matter if it's her first or it doesn't matter if it is her 21st child. She cannot run away from this child. The child is coming. Ready or not, either she brings the child or the doctor takes the child. But nonetheless, at the end of the day, that child will be born. And Paul is here saying, shall in no wise escape. No wise escape when sudden disaster cometh upon the world. And the apostle here is stressing the inevitability of the destruction that will come upon those who have rejected their savior. You have rejected Yeshua. He has been pleading with you over and over, time and time again. His Holy Spirit is wrestling with your conscience, the prayers of your mother, the prayers of your father, of your uncle, of your grandparents that are wrestling with the Holy Spirit that he will talk 
to you. They are wrestling with Yahweh. They are wrestling with his Holy Spirit to speak to you out there, Johnny. To speak to you out there, Mary and Susie. To speak to you out there, Anne. Annie, he is speaking to you. Do not harden your heart as the children of Israel hardened their heart in the wilderness. And he destroyed them in the tens of thousands. But Yeshua is coming soon. He is coming. Make no mistake about it. Brothers and sisters, my admonition to you today is to give your heart to Yeshua, for he is indeed coming soon and very soon. I urge you, my brother and my sister, I urge you to live for him. Give Yeshua your heart. He is knocking on the door of your heart. Are you going to leave him out there? Are you going to let him remain outside? He will not strive with you all the time. He said he would not always strive with man. His spirit will not always strive with man. So I urge you, young man. I urge you, young woman. I urge you, senior. I urge you, adults, to give your heart to Yeshua because I am tired of this life. I am tired of this mundane life every day. And sometimes I look up into the sky and I, and I imagine Yeshua coming in the clouds of glory with myriads and myriads of angels. I am warning you today to put off the work of darkness and put on the garment of light. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, your word is clear. I thank you for grace. I thank you for strength. I thank you for mercy. I pray for those who are backslidden, who are out there in a far country, that you will bring them in. Wrestle with them. Give them no rest day or night. Oh, Father in heaven, until they cry out to you, let them see what is happening all over the world. Disaster upon disaster. Epidemic and pandemic and famine. Earthquake and hurricane and cyclone and tornadoes. Oh, yes, man's heart is evil, wicked. Who can know it? Desperately wicked and evil. Oh, Father, please open their eyes that they may see. They are wide awake, but they are still sleeping. So I pray that they will open their eyes and receive your word, Father in heaven, that they will turn to you before you come as the lion of the tribe of Judah and to destroy the enemies of Yahweh. Father, I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your word. I thank you for saving many. I thank you for the ability to spread the gospel and to be a part of this great movement. Father, I thank you and I praise your name. Thank you for giving your word power. Thank you for saving that boy, that girl, that man, that woman, I pray. In your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at proclaimgospelvi at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.